This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I am your host, coming everything sport international local hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world whether it's 95 fm pulse 95 radio.com our app charger broadcasting authority or even if you're chilling at home watching us live on youtube thank you very much for connecting with us today and i guarantee you the show is going to be on fire because toby harris is in the building today and we're talking all sorts of good stuff now on the show and in reset we normally talk about recovery but it's often the pillar that we actually neglect so how about this how about i bring you a special that specializes in podiatry and lower limb medicine a sports therapy specialist here to talk to us about the pillar that we often overlook his holistic approach on recovery is what brought my attention to him with the world currently highlighting the importance of working out and staying healthy we discuss the power of recovery and what methods you can incorporate into your daily routine to get the best results possible we're going to be talking about deep tissue massage acupuncture trigger point therapy and a whole lot more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar aduri on pulse 95 95 oh he loves the fire that what a goal this is the halftime show with omar aduri on pulse 95 nice strike oh uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host, coming everything sport international local. Thank you very much for tuning in. You know what, guys? We, we speak about a lot here on the show. Just dropped my other. Sorry, TikTokers. We speak a lot about here on the show about training and mental health and mental fitness and gut health and so many good things but one of the things that you know might have neglected for a couple of weeks now is recovery and who better than toby harris to bring him here on the show let's give him a round of applause hey you go toby how you doing good omar thanks for having me it's my first time on the radio so honored to be here is your guest oh man honestly i'll tell you something about this guy you know i've been speaking to this guy for a while now and we've done this show about four times <laughs> we've, we've chatted um about recovery health fitness uh, well-being and so many good things so i know he's going to be terrific um toby recovery is probably one of the most overlooked pillars in goal setting why is that i think a lot of people when they when they set their goals or they sit down with a program uh, or they're trying to do it themselves quite often i think if they take a step back to recover or a day off or a rest day and some people program in active recovery too, I think they think that they, they're maybe not going to go forward. You know, if you've, if you've planned something in and you have a goal, you feel like you need to do everything you can to get there. Um, and taking a rest day or a rest week or uh, some trainers call it a deloading week, some people, they don't see the results um, because you've taken a step back from maybe the intensity. Mm. And I think people... They're, they're scared that they're going to lose the gains that they've made. Yeah. Um, but also, I think there's just a general lack of knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. You, you know about training or you see people lifting weights to get strong and big in the body that they want, but you don't see there's nothing cool or exciting or interesting about stretching often or, mm. or getting a bit of massage, things like that. So I think it's overlooked because people don't know enough about it mm. and maybe they're scared that they're not going to get 
to where they want to go absolutely. in the time scale that they want to be there. Absolutely. And, there, and there's so many ways to recover. And I know you deal with so many athletes from all around the world in different types of sports. When it comes down to recover, what are the ways you recommend to, re- to recover for different types of athletes or even just gym enthusiasts? So recovery can be broken down into so many different ways. And it includes making sure that you get enough sleep. Making sure that you're eating and refueling your body properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, making sure that you're um, diversifying and changing your training so that it's specific to your sport or the, the things that you want to do. Um, loads of people ask me what's important about or what should I do to avoid pain after training or to avoid an injury or I've got an ache or a niggle. Um, and it's about working around those things so that people can continue to train, I think is important, or continue to do things um, without taking a step back on their training which like we just spoke about people are scared maybe to do active recovery or or some kind of therapy because they think they're going to lose their their gains Mm -hmm. so sleep food and accessory work i think things that complement what your overall goal is Mm -hmm. aside from your specific training is really going to help yeah and there are several things that we often hear about i'm going to shoot them your way and let me know the importance of them deep tissue now when it comes down to massage there's different forms of massage how important is getting a deep tissue massage to be able to sustain your goals so massage is super important because it's going to essentially reset your your muscles Mm -hmm. all right so when you get a massage say for example you're a bit achy you're a bit stiff you're a bit sore Uh, instantly that massage is going to help you uh, relax it's going to help the muscles recover it's going to stimulate blood flow it's going to push toxins and bad things the byproducts of exercise that are sitting inside the the cells and inside the muscle it's going to push them out um, and help the help the body recover so deep tissue massage super important one it's going to make you feel good people like massages um Two, usually, instantly, as soon as you stand up, you feel a benefit, and it helps with that recovery process as well. Yeah, and, and it's interesting you say that, because amongst those things, there's there's a couple of other things. Cupping. What about cupping? What's this, what's the, what's this secret about cupping that gets people to come back? So cupping's really interesting, because it's actually come about loads on social media recently, and some of you might have seen uh, The Rock posted a picture about him getting cupping for the yeah. first time recently, uh, and that's sparked a, a huge interest in it too. Um, cupping's essentially, it's an ancient sort of Chinese medicine. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like an additional uh, type of medicine, but what it does is um, it acts as uh, a suction. So if for those of you that, that are listening that don't know what cupping is, cupping is when you take a Uh, a physical cup Uh, they used to be ceramic but now often they're plastic you put them on the skin above a muscle that's tight or injured Mm -hmm. um, and create a suction through it and there's two different types of cupping one is wet one is dry Mm -hmm. Um, I often use dry cupping which is creating essentially a vacuum within the cup Mm -hmm. what that cup does is it sucks blood into the area and Mm -hmm. you guys might have seen people uh, with cupping done um, because they get these circular bruises all over their body Mm. Um, so essentially what these circular bruises are is the cups where they're placed they suck blood into the area so you're getting more blood more oxygen more nutrients into that area mm-hmm. so it helps with your recovery it helps by pulling out the the toxins and the byproducts from the cells it helps those cells regenerate rejuvenate mm-hmm. and when you put a cup on the skin you can see it physically sucks up into the cup it's physically mm-hmm. stretching the um, the fascia and the other tissue around um, the muscle and then when you relieve it or take it off it's a it's a natural release yeah. of the muscle too so there's lots of there's lots of theories as to how cupping can help and is coming more and more into the public eye I think because of how visual it is and people love posting 
and that kind of stuff on their social media. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, just before we go into the break, is acupuncture. Now, again, we've seen acupuncture, we've seen dry needling, all sorts of different things. What are the benefits of that? So there are there are points all over the body that are pressure points, mm-hmm. um, and everybody's heard the term pressure points. Um, essentially, they're areas of the body where there is additional tension um, within the muscle, and uh, quite often it's believed again acupuncture is another sort of Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, that there are certain points on the body where you put when you push them or give them the the pressure mm-hmm. that it relieves ailments and issues elsewhere in the body. And lots of people use acupuncture for all kinds of things, helping them with their sleep, mm-hmm. uh, helping relieve stress uh, people use it for weight loss um, I like it for releasing muscle tension for me in, in my field working with athletes and working with people that are putting their bodies through a lot of strain and stress um, putting acupuncture needles into the right areas using them in the right ways are ve- in my experience very effective at relaxing releasing muscles tight muscles fantastic and there you have it folks that's just segment one I told you it was going to be good a shout out to everyone who's tuned in on Instagram and also on TikTok Dali Sufyan Muhammad um, you've got Mustafa you've got Laith Goran Almas Aida Maria the other Mustafa and Nina Farhat as well and Shakib and everyone else thank you very much and Almas as well uh, thank you very much for tuning in stay tuned for more because we're going really really into it now on the recovery factor on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri oh he loves the fire that was a goal this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95 nice strike oh better than nice wonderful uh, let's get ready to rumble yes we are back welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Adouri we got some wicked questions during the break uh, with Toby Harris my guest today talking about recovery actually one of the things that a lot of us probably surpass and we don't really spend as much time recovering and I'm one of those people that probably has been guilty of that in the past and even more now has been brought to my attention following produ- publishing Reset that it is such an important domino in our lifestyle especially when it comes down to longevity uh, Toby some really good questions in the break and a lot of people talking about active recovery you might have triggered that word off when you said that in the first segment and Mustafa was saying can we know more about active recovery what would be considered for active recovery so Active recovery is when you you may have a rest day or you have a, a rest period between uh, reps or the activity that you're doing, but it's essentially when you're when you're doing something um, and not just being sedentary and sitting down. So active recovery could be a, a swim, could be a walk, could be a jog. For example, I used to be a sprinter and in between our reps, instead of just sitting and allowing the muscles to fill with uh, lactic acid um, and for our legs to get heavy, we would jog between our between our reps mm. because it's keeping the blood flow circulating, it's keeping the heart pumping, the heart doesn't drop too much yeah. so you don't have to increase it again. So that's, that's sh- short-term uh, active recovery w- within a session could be a, a small jog or a walk rather than sitting down and taking a break. Like say you're, you're doing rolling subs in a, in a football game or what have you, instead of sitting down you want to stand up move around keep things moving keep the blood pumping yeah. uh, and that's going to help just stop some of the byproducts of of exercise sitting with within the muscles um, in terms of training through the week 
having a rest day is real important and active recovery is maybe going out for a cycle or jumping into the sea. We're lucky here in the UAE we can go swimming in the sea and that can be our active recovery. So it's doing something that's going to keep your body moving, keep things ticking over, yeah. uh, keep the muscles working rather than just sitting sedentary and getting yeah. stuck getting sticky yeah. uh, it just helps keep your keep your body alive yeah because uh, Almas was asking as well she's like active recovery for footballers specifically while Mustafa was talking about boxers she's like I always feel like I'm doing too much or not enough how do you get the right balance when it comes to active recovery so it's it goes from person to person from sport to sport I don't know an awful lot about the physiology between male and female athletes, but mm-hmm. women need different recovery from men also. Um, so it's that's something interesting that I'm going to go away and look up. But sports specific, for example, say you're, you're a soccer player and you're playing football a lot and you're doing a lot of running, maybe going and running a 5 or a 10k is, is not the best thing for your active recovery because you're continually pounding the, the joints. You do a lot of running doing your soccer training. Yeah. Maybe your active recovery could be something else, a walk or a cycle or mm. a swim, something that moves the muscles and uses the muscle in a slightly different way yeah so when you're doing specific training you're quite often moving your body in a in a certain rhythm or or a certain movement yeah uh, and it's good for the body uh, the joints the muscles the ligamenture everything to add some additional movements in there so that it helps with their with with the support system around them i guess so doing something a little different is it as much mental as it is physical the active recovery stage yeah how many people listening um actually do a, an active re- recovery session where they where they get up and go for a jog when it's not a training day mm. or they actually think you know what I'm going to sit on my foam roller and I'm going to use it or I'm going to pick up that massage gun that I have and pound it into my leg yeah. how many of you guys listening actually do that and I, if you're sitting there thinking oh I can see it over there but I'm not using it, yeah. it maybe it's because there's um, you don't have the knowledge yeah. so you're unsure so so you don't want to do it or it's time consuming and it's boring and maybe you don't see a result mm. so I think just trying it get 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 on your foam roller and see how you feel stretch see how you feel go for a walk or a jog today yeah. and see how you feel you're going to feel better afterwards mm. Yeah. hey there, there's the question 4215 salat or do or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri and tell me how many of you guys at home do have let's say a massage gun or do have a foam roller lying around that probably has a bit of dust on it be honest and let me know and then we'll actually go over that in the show Maria asks do different athletes require require different recovery yes so for example you are an athlete if you play lawn bowls where you're rolling your balls across the the grass to get them close to the target and then you're an athlete if you're an Ironman those recoveries from from those two activities are going to be different right Mm -hmm. because they're they're, they are different activities they're physically demanding on the body in different ways and yeah. so, some are mental um, and some are physical so yeah different sports different sports people require different types of recovery and whatever that might be depends on the type of person you are your mindset your age whether you've had any injuries or any issues before yeah. um, whether you're training for an event your recovery is going to be different from whether or not you're you're just maintenance training mm. so yeah d- it depends on the athlete's journey um, but recovery is different there's no set thing for everyone to do the same and and uh, almas actually raises a good point i think this is what she means she's like he is referring to low impact exercises does active recovery normally have to be quite low impact if you're doing anything higher impact higher intensity yeah typically you're you're not recovering so when your heart rate gets to a a certain level um and you're working at a high intensity or or a high rate you start to 
uh, kick in your CNS, your mm. central nervous system. Yes. So, and that works the body real hard. Things start to fry a little bit if you're working into that high level zone. Mm. So, if your active recovery is pushing your body back into that zone, even if you're doing a different activity, you're not really resting and recovering. So mm. you're typically active recovery. The, key, the key's in the word, recovery. Yeah. To recover, you're taking it easy. Yeah. Yeah? So your activity is going to be slightly slightly less demanding on the body than, um, than your intensity training. Mm. And a lot of the times, the reason why people do start to feel that they might need uh, to give themselves time to recover is because scar tissue now scar tissue plays a big role in the way our body functions what is it about scar tissue that you you, you need to focus on to be able to prevent injury okay it's a good question mm. so um so let's talk about what scar tissue is essentially it's uh everybody knows what a knot is in their muscle or they feel a knot behind their shoulder blades or they feel a knot in their calf or they've yeah. got a tight area um, it's an area of muscle that's been uh, damaged through whatever reason whether it's trauma or impact or activity um, and these cells are recovering or they've been damaged to a point where they're unable to recover as effectively as some of the, some of the cells around them in the muscle or in the tendon yeah. um, and then when you continue to do the activity those cells that haven't recovered properly they're not as flexible or um, as able to perform the activity mm. as the other tissue around it yeah. so then they don't work properly they start to get a little bit tight um, and that's where the sort of the muscle is uh, sorry the knot is formed mm -hmm. um, or if you have an issue or an injury like you you pull your hamstring um, when you're sprinting and then it recovers but as it recovers all the cells and all the tissues are not recovering fully um, you end up with sort of lumpy bumpy areas in the muscle that you can feel and a lot of yeah. people refer to them as not so that's sort of scar tissue it's basically damaged to the to the muscle mm. um, when you go to do your activity at high intensity and you need the flexibility from the muscle, the scar tissue areas don't have the same flexibility, the same elasticity as the tissue around it. Yeah. Um, so that will then, if you go to push on it, can, can, can create injuries within that muscle further. So to break down scar tissue is often a painful process. And I think somebody asked a question earlier um, or said that sports massage is painful. Yeah. So sports massage, for example, is a great way or deep tissue massage to get rid of scar tissue because you're breaking down the muscle, you're breaking down the, the fascia, you're breaking down the cells that are damaged, getting the blood flow in there to help them recover. Um, needling as well is something that people use to help break down that hardened scar tissue the, the non-repaired cells um, to make them looser to get the blood in there so that when you go back to your activity they're at a, a position where they can stretch the way that this the other tissue around it needs to to do your activity yeah fantastic love it um, Almas is, is adding to that and saying I started to, to take recovery seriously after coach Omar said I walked like an old lady after reset <laughs> sessions Almas is 13 <laughs> well done Almas um, right the big debate that we're going to be talking about next is ice versus heat and we hear that all the time in the fitness industry so you're gonna to have to stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on pulse 95 oh he loves the fire this is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Aduri, your boy, your host. 
and your friend on Pulse 95 Radio, the heart of Sharjah. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today. I've had just as much fun off air than I have on air as well, which is great. And I've got Toby Harris in the building today with me talking all sorts of great things regarding recovery. Right. Okay, Toby, let's get straight into it. So recovery is something that we hear about all the time. And when we hear about recovery, there are so many different things. But one of the things that is probably trending is ice versus heat. And when is the right time to use it? Firstly, what are the benefits of ice versus heat? So they can often be used together. So you can have hot cold therapy or they can be used separately and independently of one another. Um, they have a different way of affecting the, the body or the muscles. So if you have a, a new or acute issue, typically you want to use ice. Say, for example, you, you sprain your ankle or you have a tendonitis, like an inflammation of a, of a tendon in a muscle. Um, ice is going to help get rid of or reduce some of that inflammation. So um, ice is going to restrict the blood flow to that area and just... Make things contract a little bit or constrict a little bit and reduce the buildup of that inflammation that can then further damage the muscle and give you the pain. Um, and also, everybody knows when you put ice against the skin or what have you, that coldness is going to create sort of numbness that's going to help again with relieving your pain. Um, heat, uh, typically, if you have a long standing, so more chronic type condition heat's going to help uh the way that that works is it's going to warm up and relax the muscle and when you put uh let's say you put a heat pack on or a hot water bottle on a on a muscle or a body part and then take it away typically it's red because mm-hmm. the blood flow has has rushed in there to to go to the warmth um and what that new blood flow is going to do or that increased blood flow is going to help re- uh, with the cell recovery and with the muscle recovery yeah. so they're they're same same but different um, and I, I noticed that or I mentioned that uh, hot and cold are also used together as well I was going to so ask you con- like contrast therapy mm-hmm. um, and actually my friends went somewhere this morning where they were jumping from uh, a cold bath to a hot bath and a cold bath to a hot bath to get that contrast what's the benefits um, of that? so what that does is it really stimulates the blood flow mm-hmm. um, it's kind of making the the vessels within the body uh, self pump so when you jump in the cold everything contracts it gets real real tight um, and then when you go into the warmth, everything really opens again. Um, so it's bringing the, the blood flow in and then restricting it, bringing the blood flow in, then restricting it. Um, and it creates a stimulus within the body that helps with recovery. Um, and also typically with cold as well, there's a lot of cryotherapy stuff going on at the moment where yeah. um, it helps you feel younger. Uh, it helps with hair growth, nail, nail growth, um, uh, betters your sleep, that kind of thing, because of the way that um, it shocks uh, the body and the way that it helps sort of kickstart some of that that blood flow and that recovery system within the body. Yeah, very cool. I I like that contrast. You said contrast therapy? Yeah, contrast therapy, hot-cold therapy. Very, very cool. And I was going to ask you, when is the right time to use ice for recovery? Good question. Um, Lots of people like to use it uh, pretty much directly after activity. Um, So... Uh, I used to play a lot of rugby um, and there would be ice baths ready to go in the changing rooms uh, after we'd played rugby. Um, So we would do our high intensity activity. Uh, We're hot, we're sweaty, our muscles are tired, they're fatigued. We're going to jump in the ice bath to reduce some of that inflammation that's gone on within the muscles because we've pushed things through uh, a pretty strenuous 
bit of activity yeah. by jumping in the ice bath the the goal is that when you come out of that not only do you feel a bit more sort of rejuvenated having done that um, but we're reducing some of the inflammation that's going to happen within the muscles that we've just worked um, and that's going to help with reduction in pain over the following days mm-hmm. um, also the ice bath oh I've lost my trail of thought so well, actually what I was going to ask you yeah, is you tell me about the right time to use ice and straight after mm. the activity but when is the right time to use heat the right time to use heat again another good question typically like I touched on earlier yeah. um, if you've had a long standing condition like you know you have a problem say for example you have a, a shoulder issue and you're going to go into the gym and pump your chest and pump pump your shoulders or your yeah. arms um, getting a good warm up in um, on that area so if you have a condition or an injury or an issue already mm-hmm. getting some heat into that area so that it's a little bit more supple uh, there's a little bit more blood flow in there already to help you perform that activity that's when it's going to help so you might want to we all know what a warm-up is yeah uh, say you've got a stiff back and you're going to go play football you want to do a good warm-up heat that area up before you get started yeah i like that that's really cool do, do spe- specific sports require either ice or heat when it comes down to recovery in in my experience no it's not specific necessarily to the sport mm-hmm. um but maybe the uh, the activity that that person has been doing, they might be and the issues or injuries that they have, they yeah. might be best suited to um, warmth as opposed to cold or vice versa. Yeah. Um, I personally like ice baths. Yeah. For for my recovery after I've done activity. Yeah. Um, but I also know if I'm feeling a little bit achy, a little bit stiff, maybe on my off day. Yeah. For my recovery, I'll go to the sauna. Yeah. Because it's gonna heat me up. It's gonna make me sweat. It's gonna make me feel nice and relaxed and loose, and I can stretch in there too. It's gonna better that stretching. Yeah. So I like a little bit of both. Yeah. Because I I was trying to think of the contrasting things you mentioned rugby earlier, and when you said rugby, I thought, oh, I definitely need ice for that. But then I was thinking of things like jujitsu, for example, and I was thinking where the heat would be would be good for that so i i don't do jujitsu i don't know a lot about it Mm. but um i know some people that do and they're often talking about i don't know getting put into positions where they're in an arm bar or their knee is locked and twisted um if after that because they're putting a joint all the way through an extreme range of movement yeah if after that you're a little bit sore a little bit achy in some of those areas ice is probably going to be best uh, on those on those joints and on those areas to reduce the inflammation yeah on the flip side of that you could look at warmth being something great because it's going to keep things uh, soft and supple. You've just pulled something all the way into its extreme range of movement. Maybe you got put in a lock that's that's twisted your knee in a certain way. Yeah. Um, you could argue that the warmth is going to help keep everything around that and nice and soft, nice and supple. So when you go to do it again, you've got that range of movement. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Really good. Right. We've got one more segment coming up. Uh, Mustafa and uh, who was to ask me? And Fahad, I'm going to ask you a question in Anal Mas. I'm going to ask you a question to him right after the break. I'm going to play you a tune and be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that what's a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back. You know what? This show's 
flown today and we were talking about recovery if you're just tuning in and kicking yourself for missing the show don't worry you can catch all our episodes on podcast apple spotify soundcloud or on rami or if you prefer a visual head over to the youtube pulse 95 radio channel and we got all of our guests on our shows there on the halftime show we've got mental health gut health and how important the brain is to the mind as exercise is to the body make sure you stay tuned uh, for a lot of good stuff that's coming up this week right now we've got toby harris on the show and uh, we've been talking about recovery toby a few things here a few questions our way almas asks what's your opinion on hyperbaric chamber therapy good question well i didn't even know i don't even know the answer to that I can't say I. Uh, it's not something that I am specialist in, or I've done a lot of research in. Yeah, yeah. So I can't say I. I have much of a, an opinion. My, I love the idea and the concept of uh, cryotherapy. Yes. So jumping into uh, a chamber that's gonna that's gonna shock the system cold. Yes. Um, hyperbaric hyperbaric chamber therapy. Uh, I honestly I don't know enough about to be able to to have an opinion. Yeah, that, that's fair. And actually, sometimes it requires us to actually try something to really get the full gist of it. As much as we read about it, research it, or even kind of hear what our friends say about it on social media, that's kind of like the normal thing. Was have you tried that out? No, I haven't. All right, let me go try it out. <laughs> that's something that maybe both of us will look into. Maybe we'll go together actually and try it out. Um, Mustafa was saying and cryo chamber, which is exactly what he what he just said, and um, also boxing so Mustafa you asked me about boxing and regarding I think that was uh, regarding what's best ice or heat mm. and for a specific sport we spoke about it earlier on the show does boxing in, in your opinion having dealt with UFC fighters I've seen it on your page as well um, do you find they respond better to different treatments um, yes uh, typically fighters they love the hands on treatment the hands on therapy and they're used to receiving uh blows to the body so the the pain aspect of say a deep tissue massage or really forcing them into a stretch yeah they're used to that and and they like it yeah. um actually uh i'm giving some therapy to a two-time world champion boxer that's uh in dubai at the moment training in a camp for a fight and i'm gonna ask him his preference uh in terms of this type of recovery and i'm gonna let you know uh, omar like and then you can you can let the listeners know his uh, his opinion um is that but, carl frampton yes brilliant yeah it is wicked well, actually, uh, something else. You've, you've been doing such wicked stuff um, and, when, and helping so many athletes. Where can we follow you? So I uh, am fairly active on Instagram. Yeah. So uh, I'm Toby underscore DXBSM. That's mm-hmm. DXB like the, like the city, yep. SM. And uh, DXB Sports Massage too. Fantastic. Fantastic. Amazing. And have you got anything coming up in terms of like initiatives or events that you're doing anytime soon? Yeah, so... I'm working on something at the moment with uh, with a hotel brand uh, here in the UAE, um, where we're going to be introducing um, stretching, mm-hmm. wellness, um, sort of reset and mental refocusing um, into a, a concept where you can arrive at the venue, um, you get a smoothie and breakfast, you get a yoga or a stretching session, you get access to the pool in the venues um, when you arrive. So you can normally walk into a breakfast anywhere and pay X amount and, and eat all you like. Mm. Um, um, we're adding something in there where you can get your yoga class thrown in or a protein shake thrown in after a workout. So nice. there's a couple of exciting things coming. And if you keep looking at my uh, my social media channels like DXB Sports Massage, uh, it will all be posted on there. You can see what's coming in the next few weeks. Very cool. Listen, how was your first radio show? 
It was fun. It's flown by. It's gone gone quick. Yeah. I was nervous before we before we got <laughs> in, and I'm still a, still a little bit sweating on the edge of my yeah. seat. But yeah. I've I've enjoyed it. It's been easy. No, you were great, man. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Remember, guys, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, and three to four. And also, if you do like the content on YouTube, Pulse 95 Radio, head over there, share, like, and subscribe. We've got some fantastic guests here who actually add so much value, not just to the show, but to me as well. I get to learn something new and selfishly, I always end up taking something back away from the show. Um, thank you very much, Toby, for coming on the show, man. You were fantastic. Thank you, Omar. Thanks for having me. All right, guys. So that is us for Saturday, but we will be back on Monday, 3 to 4, same time in the UAE on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse95 Radio. Have a fantastic day, guys, and I will see you soon. Peace and love. All the best. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.